This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Welcome to the Really Awful Movies Podcast, a celebration of low-budget cinema. The sleep of reason gives birth to monsters. Hi, my name's Chris, and along with Jeff, we're bringing you the very best and worst of horror, action, sci-fi, post-apocalyptic wasteland, kung fu, and women in prison movies from the 1960s to today. Check us out at reallyawfulmovies.com. primal darkness. As thou hast decreed, so have I done. The hands of fate have doomed this man. Thy will is done. Downtown Toronto headquarters is episode 48, Manos, Hands of Fate. The infamous Manos. Yes, the great Much Manos. Much maligned. Yes. Manos, the hand. Ma- the hand Talk of Manos. Talk to the hand, Talk as we that. just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery science uh, theater staple. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, this is like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, this movie is considered by many to be one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, 1.9 uh, um, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, very famous uh, Mystery Science Zero 3000 episode yeah. where they skewered the shit out of this thing. Um, and, I mean, we're going to skewer it a bit ourselves. I mean, you know, Manos, it's... Well, but it's not without its charm. It's not without its charms. Yeah. I mean, the reality it's, is, it's 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 a 16 minute movie that could easily have been distilled to about 15 minutes yeah. <laughs> because there's long stretches where just nothing yeah, is just happening. Yeah, just driving through the, uh, you know, El Paso the wilds Westgate. of uh, Texas. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a tumbleweed central. Yeah, yeah, just driving and driving and, and driving. Dri- <laughs> and these inexplicable shots of a couple making out that had absolutely nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. Yeah. Um, that so got, eats up about seven or eight minutes, you yeah. know, but... Uh, we, got, we got this uh, f- uh, family and a man and wife. The guy is a little bit... Uh, He's got this sort of bad sweater. He looks a bit like Bing Crosby with his pants like really hiked up high. Got a wife, a young yeah, daughter. Yeah, he, he also looks a bit like Jersey Scott, though, in yeah. the face. But yeah, he's got, got, a, he's got a good-looking wife. Yeah, and uh, a young daughter, Debbie, and this little, uh, you know, and their little dog, too. It's like a very Toto-esque dog. Peppy. Was that the name? Peppy, yeah. Peppy. So, yeah, it's Michael. Michael's a father. Yeah. Uh, I don't like. I, I don't Heather, call them wife's Helen. Name. Who cares? Yeah, and then we got Debbie and Peppy. <laughs> yeah, and, and, they're, and they're trying to find. You know, they're on. They're, you know, I mean, look. He's a. This is the '60s. He's a salary man, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's. Uh, you know, he, they're he, trying to find this lodge. Travel you know, lodge. They're, they're, or they're on vacation. They're on vacation, right? Why you drive through? You know, the Texas, the arid Texas desert to be on vacation. And, you know, uh, that's not explained. Yeah, and, and without the aid of a roadmap. Uh, yeah, I mean, of there's course. no GPS back then, nope. obviously, but no roadmap. So they get lost. And yeah. um, at one point, they encounter a cop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're p- pulled over by these overzealous cops who, uh, you know, consider ticketing them for having a tail light out, and then they let them go. Well, it's kind of funny because the cop goes. Uh, you know, no excuses. I don't get this, and he goes, "Oh, come on, officer, can't you let us go?" Sure, oh, sure. Yeah, why, sure not? why not? Why not? But I mean, 
yeah, these cops are, um, as we mentioned, the couple that were making out. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like the only purpose of these cops is to... Yeah, vice uh, squad, bust the uh, you know, people. There's no, not even a make-out point. No, it's, it's just, just a dusty the, the dust, yeah. <laughs> the Mexican border. You yeah, know? exactly. Just a, you know, a couple in a, in a uh, convertible spider. Just And the guy's, like, chugging uh, from, uh, like, a... A, uh, a bottle. Of, a, yeah. A whiskey or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he, you know, he's got this satchel. He's got a, you know, he's chugging. So instead of busting them for DUI, mm-hmm. they or bust them for yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows how old they were? Yeah. They, you know, bust them for just the offense of making out. Making out, yeah. And that happens at least three or four times yeah. in this movie. So. <laughs> and they, yeah, and again, they serve zero purpose to the narrative. It's, no. Uh, but so let, yeah. let, let's talk about the crux of the narrative. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So I, at one point, our uh, the family does meet up with these, this couple. That's the you know the, the, these uh, JDs, these juvenile delinquents. Yeah. You know, oh, we better uh, you know we can't have any making out in this uh, wholesome town. But anyway, yeah. uh, and they do ask for directions, but uh, the the couples have no help, and they yeah. end up um, just driving, and they they come upon this house with this uh, strange looking fellow. Um, yeah, I guess he's, yeah. he's like a. Uh, he's he's a manservant who shuffles around with a staff, and he sort of is is like a kind of a dust bowl version of like Igor. So he's sort of hunched, and he yeah. and he's got a, um, you know, a sort of a floppy hat like a prospector, <laughs> like an, you know, an eighteen nineties prospector, and his name is Torgos. Torgo. Torgo, I take care of the place while the master is away. But the child, I'm not sure the master would approve, or the dog. The master doesn't like children. We only want to know where Valley Lodge is. Which way do we go? This is the man Friday who looks after... (laughs) The master. Yeah, we don't see the master for quite a few, uh, you know, interminable, you know, know, sequences. At least 20 to 30 minutes. The master doesn't utter his, uh, a word of of dialogue until about 35 minutes into this film. But uh, Torgo, he's like, oh, uh, I I take after the master. And then um, inexplicably, like, you know, because it's broad daylight out, right? Yeah, I guess the family figures that they have to, uh, you know, spend the evening at... uh, At Shea Master. Yeah, yeah, Shea Master. Torgo, I mean, you know, Torgo does not want to... He doesn't want them there. He's like, no, he says the master doesn't like children. Yeah, or the dog or whatever. Yeah, or the dog, yeah. And and the patriarch, Michael's like, well, can we please stay here? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this Torgo cannot be more shady looking. Yeah, yeah. Better to just run out of gas in the middle of the, you know... I'm sure they would have... I don't care where they are. Wherever you are... In the, in the United States, you're on a highway. Yeah, you you'll drive find a, a few you know, more miles. Stop, yeah. You're gonna find a Motel Six. You're gonna yeah. find a friend, yeah. Howard Johnson's. You'll <laughs> find something. If anything, sleep in your fucking car. Yeah, don't stay at you know Shay the Master. Yeah, run by this uh, nefarious uh, weird goat boy named Togo. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, with a floppy hat and a beard, you're saying, "Oh, well, the master yeah. wouldn't like you." But come on in. So then, come on in. So then, so then, the, the, the Torgo offers him some hospitality, and poor Torgo is like this crippled little fellow, and they yeah. 
And to, to what I can, what can only be described as the Torgo theme, this weird jaunty little yeah, tune. weird peppy music. <laughs> we were talking about Peppy the dog, but there's like a peppy score here too. Every time like he hauls the couple's bags, he becomes a bellhop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's he's obviously disabled and and quite short and stocky, and yeah. but he's he's the the master's manservant and uh, he does his bidding. So, uh, and there's also I guess an interesting sort of strange bebop score so it alternates between again that peppy Torgo that theme, Torgo theme yeah. and like Gershwin mixed <laughs> with like a little bit of Ella Fitzgerald yeah. and a little bit of like Charlie Parker bebop yeah. jazz this thing is very odd yeah no, the soundtrack this is a 1966 is, yeah. film so it's right in the middle of that uh, that era for jazz for the bebop anyway they were to reissue uh, Mano's Hands of Fate uh, sound on, soundtrack on vinyl I yeah. picked it up man I, it was a pretty good little sound good peppy score yeah um, and then we, we find out a little bit about the master because there's some artwork on the wall, mm-hmm. and uh, we see that he, you know, he he loves Dobermans. We see yeah. this creepy portrait where this, you know, the master looks a little bit like I think we said a, cr- a cross between uh, Edgar Allan Poe, Freddie Mercury, and Ben Stiller. Yeah, so he's got these piercing <laughs> eyes. He's got this V kind of uh, Bela Lugosi hairdo, <laughs> and well, yeah, he's got his ominous eyes. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got, of course, he's got like sort of like the the the, the bushy ports are stashed. Yeah. Know, and, uh, <laughs> And um, but he's also sort of a godfellow as well, mm-hmm. and he's got this very uh, unique uh, robe that he wears. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's I guess the the two hands I guess from the the titular hands, <laughs> and when he spreads out his arms, then he he spreads these open palmed hands, the two thumbs meeting in the middle at his groin. It's yeah. really off-putting but <laughs> bizarre rope. And he wears sandals. Yeah. Typical era, like Justin de- and like Ten Commandments like sandals. Very so. demonic uh, yeah. sartorial sander but, sandals. But, but before the master wakes up proper, because he's, like, he's basically sleeping in the basement, a la like Bella Lugosi or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the manservant says that he's, he's passed on, that he's no longer with us. So, you know, the, the family is led to believe that mm. uh, well, first that he's Alive, and then as soon as they you know enter into the premises, he's told that they're told uh, he's mm-hmm. passed passed on. And Very meanwhile, bizarre. Meanwhile, uh, you know the family, like you know, the wife, doesn't want to be there, and so mm-hmm. I said, okay, let's leave, and then all, and then they go out to the car, and uh, the car won't start. Mm, naturally, yeah. <laughs> and to poor Torgo to the, again to Torgo's team, I like take their bags back to the car, yeah. and they're back <laughs> in again, and it's, it's it's ludicrous. But anyway, the um, the daughter is just like. You know, she's just sleeping on the couch. Yeah, most of the time, and um, I guess Peppy absconds from the, from the home and disappears into the uh, desert uh, night in Texas and yep. gets uh, eaten by well, something. Well, presumably, no, he or got, killed. The father or, finds Peppy dead. Yeah, Peppy's dead. It's, it's by I don't know what means, but yeah. uh, and he carries it away uh, very unconvincingly. Yeah, we don't know where <laughs> this is like a thirty-pound dog, and he just lifts it up with one hand as if it's nothing, and I don't know where he takes it, but. Anyway, yeah, but then, but then there's also the um, I guess the subplot, if you can say that, because there's really no plot. But yeah. I mean, the master's got like seven wives, and they're yeah. all in this somnambulistic state in the basement. Um, yeah, wearing a billow, billowing uh, robes, robes, white robes, very, yeah. uh, diaphanous. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, uh, very, you know, with you know a little bit of bra showing, a little bit of panties. You know, yeah. This is Port, 1966, a little racy, yeah. So, uh, but but our, our poor Torgo. I mean, I keep saying poor Torgo. I mean, this guy just gets used and abused, and you know, he's 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 you know hunched and crippled. He's got these weird goat-like legs, and he's you know all he wants is a woman. And I mean, the master's got like eight women, and he wants the wife. He wants yeah, he, he, he wants, wants the the, the, the missus. Yeah, yeah. And and Torgo says this to her, but and of course she's very very. Uh, 
offended by this, but yeah. then, but then, but then slaps him a couple times then, across the, the, you know. But then Tomo the says, I, "I, I want you, master. You have like eight wives. Yeah. Why can't I have one?" No. And, and, and poor Torgo, you know, he's rebuffed. And uh, given that this is Texas, this is uh, America, um, you know, the, the 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 man there, Mike, he's got a service revolver, I guess, or something. He's got some pistol in the glove compartment of his of his car. He takes that out and he starts uh, milling about the darkness. And you know, at one point, I guess they lose their daughter, and he just, you know, he's looking around for her. And at one point, gets clubbed in the back of the head by Torgo mm-hmm. and tied to a, uh, to a, a stake or a tree or yeah. something. And, yeah. then, and the daughter was found with the uh, with the large dog that was depicted in the... Uh, in, the, the in the portrait, yeah. yeah. So, and, yeah. And then, so, so about, like I said before, about 35 minutes in, we actually, uh, the master awakens and he prays to, to Manos. And uh, yeah. Manos is the great god now. It, it looks a little bit like a... Uh, it's like a robotic uh, silver Frankenstein. Very bizarre. Yeah. yeah very, very bizarre. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the master... So, I mean... So Manos. It, Manos means hand Manos Spanish. means hands in So Spanish. the title of this is Manos Hands of Faith. So, so the hands, hands, hands. Hands of Faith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess the late motif of this movie would be hands. I mean, yeah. because there's like, there's a stone sculpture of a hand, and, one, and then uh, Torgo, I mean, later on he loses a hand, and like the... Hands are very, you know, yeah. you know. Of course, and there's a very annoying score with constant tinkling of the ivories. Bang, 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 bang. So anyway, so so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the master emerges when from he, his slumber. When he awakens, so does his wives, and then all of a sudden it becomes an episode of The View. I mean, you've got a bunch <laughs> lots of, women. of bickering, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bickering lots around. of yenting, and yeah, like, exactly. you, know, you know, malcontent. Yeah. Uh, you know, I not, mean, not happy with their status as one of many wives. Nor are they what happy they should to, do. Yeah, yeah. Nor are they happy with this interloper here? And, yeah, you know, yeah, with yeah. an extra woman maybe yeah. being introduced to the fold. I mean, it. You know, in theory, it sounds like having eight wives. You know, sounds great. But yeah. in practice, you know, I don't <laughs> yeah, know not so, so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, there's the constant uh, to do and this much discussion made of what should be done with Debbie, the young girl, mm-hmm. and repeatedly they say she will grow up to be a woman, which stands to reason that she's a girl. But anyway. Girl, you'll, <laughs> you'll be, be a, a woman, woman soon. Yeah. Neil Diamond knew that. They should uh, yeah, that I, I guess there, there's a little bit of uh, a debate concerning whether they should maybe sacrifice her, or maybe that was the point. I don't know. Right. So they don't know what to do with, you know, and then, with yeah, the yeah. wife or the daughter. Yeah, so, and so, so, they're so, bickering. Yeah, and, and then of, there's some cat fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some, uh, you know, the, rolling around in the in the sand. They're diaphanous <laughs> ropes. Yeah, in the sand. Yeah, and again, and this is again, this is. It's an interminable thing. I mean, yes, you know, it could be provocative, but it just goes on and on, on and, and on. on. But and there's on. some great speeches, you know, as, as we said, like the uh, the master, a little, it's got a bit of a great dictator, like Charlie Chaplin kind of yeah. vibe to him, and this, you know, ridiculous mustache and comb forward hairdo, yeah. and he gives these sort of grand hammer horror type uh, corny speeches. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, as for, you said, for a movie that was made for 20 grand, yeah. Yeah, you could do a lot worse. Well, it's really bizarre because, I mean, I don't get this too. I mean, this movie was shot uh, with a handheld camera that could only do 32 seconds of film at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, there's all these bizarre edits, right, that just have no continuity at all because, you know, you shoot 32 seconds putting together. It was filmed without sound. Yeah, um, so you see there's several instances where the characters' mouths are moving and there's just nothing happening. Well, yeah, so... so it, 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 they missed a few, like... They dub. Uh, they had two male actors and one female actor dubbing the dialogue, so basically this poor woman had to, like, you know, mind voice... Like, they, at one point, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the girl's voice is just, like this high pitch like oh, it's really really ridiculous and the other thing that's, that's um, purported I mean is that uh, the actor who played Torgo 
was flying high in acid the entire time <laughs> that they were shooting, which, I mean, he is, like, he definitely looks fucked. Like, he looks out of it for the majority of that yeah. movie, would you not say? He, he's definitely out of it, so it had a, a bit of a trip, like a Dennis Hopper kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, interesting. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, look, I mean... Maybe this a, would improve if we were under the same I know, think so, oh yeah. my god. Or, or be... <laughs> fucking horrifying you know yeah, yeah. because I mean the, the shots are so they, they're not framed I mean there's no. one scene where like the master's yeah, head, head is cut, cut off, off. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> he's like berating Torgo in the corner because you know he's not happy that Torgo wants you know wants his, his own wife so yeah, yeah there's an internecine uh, struggle between yep. the manservant and the master and he's berating Torgo and Torgo's like slumped in the corner ostensibly uh, <laughs> sleeping it off or something and you know looks like he's like you know <laughs> sleeping yeah. off a hangover and you know so his poor Torgo's in the corner and uh, the master like literally from like nose up is like gone the frame yeah. is just lopped off and it's it's technically pretty technically yeah and, but, pretty there's, but there's standard, these yeah. interesting shots too I mean there's, yeah. some, there's there's some a few like I don't know like it's there's some some sort of competence there mm-hmm. within the incompetence um yeah, yeah so uh I think we pretty much described the plot I mean yeah, so yeah I, the, you got you got uh, the master who basically uh, Manos is his god and he's yeah. got many wives and he wants to take another wife and he's got his manservant Torgo and they got a family who for some weird reason ends up won- in the middle of nowhere and, with a car that won't start and, and, and begs to stay at uh, at, uh, at the master's house yeah. and, uh, and then you know some kind of a, kind of a cool little ending I'm not gonna I don't mock a no, it no. but I, I did enjoy the ending it was a, it was a Kind of an interesting and almost, um, I would say, controversial in a sense. Yeah, you know? a little bit. But I'm not gonna. We, yeah. we won't say much more about that. Um, so, Mouse has a fate. I mean, again, uh, how, how many fingers out of uh, out of this hand? Oh my lord! Uh, well, yeah. So, <laughs> the solid three. I'm gonna you really two and a half, two and a half, two and a half, yeah, yeah. two and a half stars. I mean, or two and, and a half. An interesting. Yeah, extremely low-budgeted curiosity. Yeah, it's it's you know like look again, it's it. This is a bad movie, but I mean, those of us, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I think you have an affinity for bad movies as we do, and you you know, I mean, yes, there are interminable stretches of nothingness, but if you have uh, your finger on the fast-forward button for yeah. the endless scenes of just driving, <laughs> uh, you will you'll get a, a kick out of Mano. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it two and a half stars now. What did you learn from uh, from uh, this? Uh, I learned this that they, masterpiece <laughs> of cinema. They, they should have gotten. Uh, I think you mentioned, yeah, Peter Laurie and uh, Vincent Price because they they have these sort of unreliable stand-ins for these two guys. And at one point, the master sounds Vincent Price esque, mm-hmm. but yeah, they they don't have the gravitas to pull it off. Yeah, so exactly. we're left with these two-bit uh, players here. Yeah, you know, if so. it would have been the master played by Vincent, the great Vincent. Yeah, Price, and, yeah, and, and Torgo maybe played some by Roger the, Corman money the behind this thing. Yeah, and the wonderful yeah. um, Pierre Laurie uh, done by AIP. This could have been something. Yeah. This could have been something. Um, Maybe Bing Crosby as, as Mike, who knows? <laughs> Anyone with your generic uh, sweater and hiked up pants. Yeah. Well, well, what I learned is that, honestly, don't trust a guy named Torgo. No, a guy shuffling a about with a yeah. hunchback and a staff in the middle of nowhere, like, yeah. ushering you inside. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't trust him, and don't ask to spend the night, yeah. you know, yeah. especially when he doesn't even want you there, and, yeah. he, and he makes it very clear, you know, that, yeah. and, and if the home is owned by somebody named The Master, yeah. that's usually a, uh, a pretty bad omen, yeah. and if your wife is saying, you know, uh, honey, I don't really feel comfortable here, uh, yeah. listen to your wife. Take, yeah, take you the know, cue. And, and, yeah, sometimes, I mean, I own the 60s, it was a little more of a patriarchal society, mm-hmm. you know, but at this point, I think uh, Mike should listen to his wife. Um, so yeah, I learned that. Um, I I've yet to meet anybody else named Torgo, but I will. No. S- have you? Nor Manos. 
Normals. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will say that uh, I, I really, I like Torgo. He's a good character. He's great. I would love to get a Torgo t-shirt. Yeah. Well, or, or a um, yeah, a master's uh, red hand T-shirt uh, based on on the robe. Shit, I would even buy get a robe. I get, yeah. I would buy a robe based on if I can get a robe just like the master wore. I would walk around my apartment wearing sandals. Not outside, hopefully. Mm, yeah, you never know. <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would, I would feel pretty cool, you know. So um, yeah, Manos, we liked it. We liked it, and uh, if, if you like that, there's more where that came from. Really awful movies.com. Check us out Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.